made. What's up, everybody? We are back, finally, after a long, not long, but a couple-week hiatus um, due to COVID and touring and schedule conflicts. But we're back, episode five. Welcome back, Hollywood Tales. We are back. And we're live uh, today from Jam in the Van right here in West Hollywood. If you don't know this space, come check it out, man. Go to jaminthevan.com. It's music, it's comedy, it's podcasts, it's... uh, I forgot to mention, um, maybe I did in a past episode, this is the next rehab center, um, which is perfect for, for artists. <laughs> but right next door, uh, there's a mosque, like an Islamic mosque. So um, I don't know. I just thought that was a funny coincidence. I think I, I haven't gone over there yet because I'm afraid. <laughs> Not for my life, like I'm going to get shot in the mosque, more, more like... God's going to judge me for being a gem in the van. <laughs> you do smell like weed up in here. Thank you so much. Uh, Blake Barty, our host, co-host, uh, Wolf Ramirez over here, matrixing it behind uh, the computer screen here. Wolf hooked us up with this new desk here, which looks beautiful. I know. We had a green couch for a minute, and we decided to switch it up because... We felt like we were being lazy, like just laying here like, hey, man, what's your next thing? You know, <laughs> it was it got too groovy. And I figured, you know what? Sit up fucking straight and have a desk like we're at school. You know, we're prophesizing. We have an Oscar and the 101 sign. Sierra Nevada, thanks for sponsoring Jam of the Van. Orangina, I don't know if that's a sponsor, but it's delicious. Um, we've had some cool guests in the past. Tom Morello, Peter Billingsley, who, by the way, did you see the article I sent you? Yeah. Peter Billingsley, who was on episode number two, I believe, of our Hollywood Tales podcast, um, virtually, just got a movie greenlit to make A Christmas Story, the sequel. Christmas Story. And they're they're shooting in Hungary or Bulgaria or some like weird Eastern European country, I guess, for... um, it's cheaper. And I there's don't know. snow. And there's snow. <laughs> we have Rachel Sterling on our show today. Uh, you know her from Wedding Crashers. She was on Workaholics. Um, she's running late. Yeah. But um, we could talk about what happened um, last week. Yeah. Go ahead. You re- Blake Barty <clears throat> is an up-and-coming comic. <laughs> He's been doing stand-up comedy for... He's done it probably after this last tour. You've probably done stand-up comedy, like legit stand-up comedy, 20 times in, in your whole life? Yeah. Right? Or more? Probably a little more, but, you know. Okay, well, let, all right. Let's, let's, let's drop the attitude. All right. <laughs> uh, probably 23, bro. Ahmed was gracious enough to take me on tour with him. Hey, you were gracious enough to come be my, you know, supporting act, let's yeah. call it. It was fun. We had a good time. We went to Dallas, four shows. Uh, Hyenas, great club, super fun. Blake got his, um, he popped his cherry. Let's just say that as a comic. He he got to go on the road and experience not only being a comic 
on the road um, in the clubs, but like the actual travel aspect of it, because that was tough, right? That kind of burned you out. Yeah. You were like, I don't know how you do it. And I was like, tequila, man. Little tequila goes a long way. <laughs> Blanco. You, you definitely like to party, man. I will give you that. It's not so much partying. Like, I'm not out like at the club. You know, okay, one time we went to the club in Miami. No, you just want to stay out. You're, I'm a night out. But every morning you're like, man, you know, maybe we should just, uh, I like to keep it light, get a salad, <laughs> maybe go to the beach, you know, just jump right. in the water, you know. Yeah, you're right. And, I never and then did. that night I'm like, hey, let's shut it down. The show's <laughs> over. You're like, nah, we got to find a karaoke bar. And That's my thing, Wolf. <laughs> every city we go to, I have to sing Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. Actually, I don't have to sing it. I want to sing it. But my voice... You know, I don't, I can't sing. I don't have like a, like a singer's voice. I don't have, um, you know, octaves. I can't vocalize. Really? You seem like you'd be a good singer. I can't sing worth shit, but I'm a great showman. And we were at this karaoke bar in, uh, what city was that? It was Dallas, right? That was Dallas, yeah. We were in Dallas and there was like this big ass bar, man. People no, was... no, no. That was Naples, actually. Was it Naples? Shit, it's all a blur. Yeah, it's all blur. It's we were in Naples, Florida at this big ass bar and there was, there were people like singing karaoke, and then there was like a woman standing, sitting at the bar. She had like spiky blonde hair, and she was kind of like watching everybody. She was like waiting to go up, I think. I went up. Um, I, I sang Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. <laughs> when I came off stage, she comes up to me, and she goes, Oh, my God, you're such a great showman. <laughs> and I go, Thanks. Like, bitch, uh, what about my singing? Yeah, I was like, she basically said, your singing fucking sucks, <clears throat> but you're a great showman. I'll take showman over voice, yeah. right? Because then you, that, that's, actually, that's just being a comedian, <laughs> technically. I enjoyed it. <coughs> I did a little R. Kelly remix to Ignition. He did R. Kelly, and all the chicks loved it. It was like, great, it was a great thing. <laughs> Blake, if you guys are watching, Blake technically he's not he's not he's technically white. Like he looks white, you know, appears like a white person. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> it's all makeup. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> um so then after Dallas we went to uh well we had two days off in Miami. Tell him about the tell him about the the nightclub experience. Oh yeah, that was nice. Fit fifty cent. Well, yeah, we or met start up. from the top. Yeah, we, we, went. we went to a meet some my f- meet some friends, some friends of some friends at a bar at the Lowe's. Walked mm-hmm. next door, had some really nice like Mediterranean. Keep it down, thanks, buddy. See, this is why we have Wolf. He's like, hey man, keep the mic down. You're not on stage. <laughs> thanks, dude. Had a nice dinner at this like Mediterranean place. Yeah, and then the guy we were with was like, hey, we I, I got. Couple of free, you know, passes to go to see Fifty Cent. I feel like you're skipping a little bit. Let's really? Talk about that dude a little bit. Oh. <laughs> Can uh, we? Our, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get <laughs> fucking whacked tomorrow. <laughs> this guy ran for mayor of New York, and he's like a restaurateur, and he's a friend of a friend. I don't. I don't know if I should mention names because. Nah, but yeah, he came in. Uh, you could tell he was somebody. For he was sure. somebody. He came in. He looked like uh, I feel like I was watching Goodfellas. He came in all snazzy Super and like cool. Super tailored suit. Nice suit. I'm wearing a fucking zip up hoodie with a backwards hat. He <laughs> looks at me like, oh, didn't know you invited peasants to dinner. Yeah, I know, right? I had a vest, not like a <laughs> nice vest, like a 
fucking like Under Armour vest. That, that Back to the Future vest, man. You should keep that. You should keep that. I know that guy said that. <laughs> Somebody said that to me. Let me get the vest because I just want people to see the vest. Oh my no, god! It made me mad that he said that. <clears throat> I didn't like that. Anyway, so we're at this nice dinner. The guy's a little standoffish at first, but then he uh, became friendly, and he's like, "Hey, I got some. Uh, I got a, a table." At this club, 50 Cent's hosting tonight. Let me see if I can get you guys in. Real so quick. that was a nice welcome to Miami. Real quick. Does this look like the Back to the Future vest? I don't know. No, the guy was trying Is to be trying, funny. He's trying to clown me. He was just trying to be funny. You need a warm core when you're 51. The guy, the guy at, the, at the bar, the bartender said it to me, and he goes, that's a nice vest. Keep it. <laughs> I was like, keep it? I th- what do you think I fucking bought it, guy? <laughs> what are you doing? Anyhow, so yeah, we end up at the club, and uh, it was very Miami. It was packed, Super. and it was wall to wall, and I started getting claustrophobic. But we saw Busta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes walked walk by us. That was that's my Hollywood tale. Thank you guys so much. We'll he's, be here all week. he's pretty jacked. Yeah, Busta Rhymes walked in, and he was like, "He's big." Is this good? Wolf's like, um, can you move over? It's a new space, so we're getting. Uh, we're trying to get acclimated area. here, guys. But I like this better. I feel I, I like this vibe better. Yeah, so do personally. I. It's, it's just more like you know, if we want to write something down, which we, we most likely won't. We but if need we need a pen and paper first, but yeah. Right. I'm just drink. I'm gonna drink my beer. <laughs> um. Hey Rachel, you're ten minutes late. What's up? I know Rachel Sterling. You guys know Rachel from Wedding Crashers, Workaholics. She's going to come join us in a few minutes. Um, what else? So then keep after talking about the tour, there yeah, was a yeah, lot keep of ta- stuff yeah, a lot of happened. stuff happened. But here, let me let me just go back to you being a young, up and coming comic. Did you feel ever like overwhelmed or like this is you know, because you're seeing it through my eyes. You're not seeing it through another comic who probably like behaves and acts normal and fucking goes um, to bed on time. I'm like, as yeah, far as the was... venues, or are you talking about just as far as just being on the road? And well, the thing is, I want to be a good like, you know, I want to hang out with you. But, but you, you know, I never force it. When you're like, I gotta no, go home. I'm but like, you right, go do, for it. You tell me one thing in the morning, like I was getting at, mm. and you want to live this healthy lifestyle and hit the gym. We're fighting wolf. And then, as soon as nighttime hits, you're like, nah. Nah, I think we should go and like maybe just check out the karaoke bar. Is that what do I sound one like? song. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Come on. Do I really act like that? I don't know. Well, you know, you choose. asked. You asked, man. So yeah. It was super fun. Um I think just like that small little Airbnb, like just the like staying yeah, in a bunch we of different hotels in different areas trying to We sleep. were popping around. Yeah, yeah. We popped around from like the Hampton Inn to like a some sort of um, Airbnb, like villa condo in um, Key West. It rained, and remember the power went out in the whole city. Yeah, yeah, I didn't sleep that good that night. The power went out in all of Key West, which isn't a big city, but or key. But I also woke up to uh, you coughing up a furball. I fell back asleep. Then I woke up to you eating fucking Cheez-Its or something on the edge of your bed, uh, like a straight crackhead. Goldfish. They were goldfish. Goldfish crackers. And I never Just eat rocking well, back you, and forth. You gave them to me. Well, yeah, I got some snacks. From take on I, we had nothing. I had nothing. 
and I just needed something <laughs> like salt and like you know some sort of carb, and I just started crushing these goldfish. But yeah, I did. All right, like let's them. go back to Dallas because we're jumping all over the place. We're jumping all over. You're jumping all over. Um, so Dallas, super fun. Four shows. Four shows. It. Two Friday, two Saturday. <clears throat> Dallas awesome crowds. Fun. Yeah, the crowds fun, are like amazing. Dallas, in Dallas. was fun. I'll, I'll, you know, big ups to Dallas. Hyenas um, Comedy Club. Lawrence. Shout out. Lawrence. Uh, Randy Butler, who uh, who booked us. The staff was great. Head. And Lawrence, what's his last Lawrence name? Lawrence Rosales, monster comic. Super funny. Uh, he, head, he thank featured. you. Head, yeah, Head was awesome. He's, uh, he is a comic and also works for... Uh, Personal assistant for... Uh, Derek something. Uh, what's his name? His name's The Dutch Oven. That's his nickname. What's his real name? Derek... Derek something. He's a pro baseball player. He's a pitcher for... The Texans. I feel like we don't we're disrespecting him by now. I don't I don't follow baseball, so I don't know. But the the yeah, the pitcher for the I'm gonna fucking Google it. Yeah, Google it. And he was telling us about how he like his lifestyle with this guy, and I'm like, I I'll take your job. <laughs> <That sounds laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like he's kind of living Derek Holland. Derek Holland. The Dutch uh, du- the Dutch oven. The yeah. Dutch oven, Derek right. Holland. Sorry, buddy. If we come back out to Dallas, we definitely wanna I know. No, hang he out. was like, hey, come over. We, we can hang out at his house. He has a movie theater, and we can cook and just whatever. Like, I was just like, I mean, I kind of wanted to go, but we were so tired. Um, so then that happened. <laughs> what else? Something weird happened in Dallas. It's all a blur, isn't it? Dude. In the last nine days, because we just got back yesterday, technically, at like 11.20 a.m., yeah. We were on an 8.30 flight, but we left f- the Friday before, got back Sunday. So nine days, technically... Ten shows eight and days, nine days. Eight days, technically, because yeah. Sunday was a travel day. So eight days. Eight days. And we did ten shows. I mean, tell the young comics out there that are watching, like, what sort of feeling did that give you? It was good. And you had some good shows and you had some not-so-good shows. And me too. <clears throat> that just happens. Yeah, it, I learned comes... a lot. I mean, different parts of Florida, definitely, uh, you know, Naples was an older crowd, and my material maybe doesn't hit so well with, you know, the elders. So, Well, I think you have material that does. I don't think you had the... I just didn't do it. You yeah, didn't I just do it. wasn't paying attention. I was just... But yeah, this was super fun. It was a good experience overall. Uh, what was your favorite show of the whole tour? My favorite show is a tight... Between hyenas and the comedy inn, the comedy inn is, the comedy is electric. Inn. Comedy inn, it's 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 the quality inn hotel, but they have a little <laughs> showroom in there. It's a crazy story. My dear friend Mike Levine uh, owns it. It's three generations <laughs> of family that have and still own this little tiny. You know, it's a quality inn. It's like Holiday Inn, La Quinta, like that kind of vibe. It's a yeah. little cheeky boutique hotel. Um, and it's on, it's the last stop on the way to the Keys, right? Remember, like, Dixie Highway or whatever? Oh, I think Rachel's here. I hear Rachel. Hey, coming in hot. Come on in, girl. Hey. Hey. Welcome. We're live. Rachel, we're live. Come on in. Hi. Can we get you anything? No, I'm good. Hi, Rachel Sterling, everyone. Hey, hey, girl. Hi, hi. Hey, hey. COVID highs. Joking. How are you? Thanks for making time. Good. I'm good. I'm great. She's. I was in the middle of a story, but fuck it. 
Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That, I mean, you you know, you you just gallivant in here. And we, I have to, <laughs> the quality in. <laughs> nah, it's all good. I like keeping it like in the moment. You know what I mean? Here, let me just finish the story really quick and then we'll get to you. Comedy Inn, they have this little showroom in like the banquet. It's like a little banquet room. It probably seats 60, 70 people max. You walk up, you get your drinks. Seats are right up on the stage. Um, it's packed. It's like a bunch of sardines in a can. And you can feel the energy because they're pumping the music. They got a disco ball. They're really trying to create the vibe. People are getting drinks. The show starts and um, and it's rocking. And then Blake goes up and probably the best set of the tour. And I, I typically I don't do this with young comedians. <laughs> All right, I don't want to pat you on the fucking back every time and say, good job. But he fucking killed it. He murdered it. It was, I think, a great piece of tape for you to have, you know, in your arsenal when you're submitting to clubs and whatever. Um, so Comedy Inn, Mike Levine, if you're ever in Miami, go check this place out. It's uh, at ComedyInn.com, basically. Hi. That was a hell of a punchline. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome Hi. to our little thing. We had a green couch. What happened to it? At one point. I felt like we were t- like too lazy. Like we were all like, yeah, we were like, hey man, so what happened? Yeah, it just felt too groovy, and I like the groove in here, but I also like being, you know, astute and like, yeah, you know, I might want to write something. You know what I mean? It's true. Where are you coming from? Um, I'm coming from Hollywood. This is Wolf Ramirez, by the way. Hi, how are you? Our producer engineer. I can't really see him. I just he's behind the computer. (laughs) I just see legs. I see legs poking out. See legs. (laughs) Um. Where are you coming from? A show? Oh, open mic? Uh, yeah, I had a mic, and then I was, I planned it out that I was going to go take care of my friend's cats because she's out. Mm. And then I got distracted um, borrowing clothes from her closet, hence why I left five minutes late, and then I was... You're good. Ten minutes. Rachel's an old dear <laughs> friend of mine. She's Not that old! No, I'm, I'm sorry. She's a dear friend of mine. Yeah. Well, we've known each other, like, what, ten years? A while, maybe? yeah. She's been in Wedding Crashers. She was on Workaholics. She was Reno nine one one. She was. She's been in Max Magazine. Is it? Can I say Pussycat Doll? I mean, you can say it. It's not she, was a pussy, she was a pussy. <laughs> she was a pussy. She was a pussy doll, which they don't just hire anybody. And she has transitioned beautifully into comedy the last what two and a half years, three years. Yeah, going. It'll be. It'll be three years in spring. So. All right. So, so you had this like awesome career doing all this other stuff why stand-up comedy like what what was the um, is that like your last straw you're like i'm never gonna <laughs> this is it man this is the end of the line there's nothing <laughs> left i can do um uh i took a break from anything entertainment industry wise for a long time because i was sick and i ran a business um what were you sick with if you don't uh, i had a tumor i had a little it's gone now i'm fine but um, it's gonna be okay, people. It's, it's okay, people. I'm all right. Uh, it was a 12 pound tumor. It was in my uterus. Um, it basically looked like Sorry. I was pregnant for a few years until I found the right team to take it out. Um, and unfortunately, with the niche parts that I get, are pretty much look based, all of them. Oh. So um, I just, you know, didn't feel comfortable going to auditions. My agent oh. was like, "Just go anyway," and I'm like. Mm. No, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So I decided to be a normal person, traded in my wings and like 
ran a business and lived amongst the humans and that sucked. Never want to do it again. I'm so happy though. The best thing about COVID yeah, is I was business? like, oh shoot, we have to close the business. Yay. <laughs> and um, it's a waxing salon. It was on third. It was Ooh, called Stripped Wax Bar. I didn't know that. I yeah. Wish I known. I I'm known. glad. I'm glad for the opportunity to run a business. Like I know how to run a business. I know how to deal with employees and all that other. I shit. I wish I would have known about it. I would have got my back waxed. Come gang. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm joking. Like I have. Look, I'm I not, can send a girl to your house to wax your back. I still have all my employees. Even better. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, even better. Even better. Yeah, I just kind <clears throat> of. Uh, Toward the end, like toward the end, before even before COVID, I was really antsy about. I wasn't happy, and I thought being a normal. I put a high uh, price on what like being a normal person. I was like, maybe I just need to be a normal person. Do you ever do that when you just think yeah, you could yes- live amongst yesterday, people? Actually. You're like, I'm just going to be a normal person, and you think that's you think that's the way because there's so the many answer. other normal people, and they seem fairly happy. And fairly, um, and it's fairly. just one of those things. I'm like, you know what? I am nowhere near normal, and I just don't. There's things that I do that are very like average, but like as far as just like just the day to day, like this is what we do. I have the same thing every single day. It might work for some people. It really doesn't for me. And then running a business is okay, but I just really wasn't happy, um, and okay. I wanted to perform, but I didn't want to. Uh, the audition process for movies and television has changed. So now you have to self-tape. I hate that shit. I, hate I cannot stand it. I'm like, oh, well, so now I got to do lighting and this and that and edit and, and I have to get it to you on time. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's well, a, what, what was your first like transition into stand-up? What was your first I wanted gig? to write. What was your first gig? Well, I wanted to write and I was having a problem with um, you know, just the authenticity of sitting down and writing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so someone suggested that I take a class for stand up because then at least because it kind of forces you to be the humility on stage. Yeah. Um, and I was also going through a breakup. Uh, so there was that uh, a friend of mine was like, you need to get out of bed, wash your hair. <laughs> You're going to come. And I <laughs> went to the, hair. I went to the, oh, it was bad. It was bad. It was a bad breakup. Um, How long and, did you go without washing your hair? Oh, I can go a long time not being sad. What's the longest? And still not wash my hair. Nine days, sir. Well, they say nine days, sir. Not they, but it's said that you're supposed to build up natural oils in your hair. Like you would rinse it, you just wouldn't wash it with shampoo. With it, I would just put more dry shampoo in it. Mm. What is wrong with you? I'm nasty. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. So um, yeah, and I just kind of. So where was your first gig? Where was my first gig? Flappers Main Room, and then the second one was at Comedy Store in, Mm. in Hollywood. And so this is almost three years ago. Where do you mm-hmm. feel like you've... Rachel, by the way, if you're following her on Instagram, Rachel, is it at Rachel Sterling? You have a couple it's, of them. Uh, it's uh, R. Sterling Comedy. R. Sterling Comedy. She's all over the place. Like, I don't know how you have the energy. She's at every mic, every show, book the, for this thing. You'll, I see you'll take gigs in, like, Victorville and shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll drive. <laughs> if I can drive to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know where Victorville is, yeah, be happy. It's a little bit of a trek. It's a little bit. Um, yeah. No, but you're 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 hustling. You got you know you trying. Have a, yeah, yeah. No, you I, know, you're not trying. You are. I can see it. I mean, I like doing out of town gigs. It's it's easier to get them for me yeah. out of town, and there's more um um 
kind of like there's it's it, there's ex- no expectation, but there's an expectation if that makes any sense. Because mm-hmm. the people there, like in LA, it's the same. You see kind of the same people all right. the time. Right. So there's this uh, kind of like they know you before you even get on the stage a little bit, which can be good, but also like kind of boring and mundane. So if you go out of town, these people don't know any better. You know what I mean? They don't know when you started or whatever. So the expectation is you're just there to give them a good time and you just go and do your job and you make them laugh and you're not, it's really, you're really not really in your head about, you know, too much. As long as it flows. I feel like Blake was in that flow when we went on tour because he, he's a big star at Cruisers. Uh. Yeah, he is. (laughs) It's a the crowd way, favorite. Watching, we we do a show every uh, Thursday night at Cruisers Comedy. It's Cruisers Bar. It's a Chicago pizza sports bar, but we call it Cruisers Comedy Club. Thursdays, eight thirty, free, Huntington Beach. Sorry, go ahead. No, when you here? were on the road, like you didn't you feel a little freedom not performing in front of like people that you know? Like performing in front of strangers is a lot better than performing in front of people. So you much know. easier. I feel like the bigger the crowd, the better. I, I mean, I know, but don't you feel like strangers? It's easier to make strangers laugh. No, I prefer strangers. Yeah, I prefer, I prefer strangers. strangers. And when people come to my well, with small bar shows, you can't help it; they're right there. But um, anything that I'm like, oh, okay, there's gonna, there's a you know a lot of bigger names on the lineup or whatever. And I, I don't, I'm lucky I don't get stage fright, but I do just kind of like. Oh, maybe I should think about this a little more on some shows than others. And I always tell people, like, don't tell me, just come up to me after. Because so, then don't tell me, because then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be worried about where you're sitting and are right. you comfortable and all this right. other stuff. Yeah, you, know? you got to be the host. Yeah, and I just like. So tell people work. how you, because you're on this um, open mic, like, algorithm app, like, you, you have a whole system. Uh, well, today I did she, a. Like, you're doing, yeah. she'll start doing mics at, like, Noon. Mics are called if you're I watching. S- you don't know the co- comedy world. We used to call them open mics, and the millennials started calling them mics. Well, that's because they're not quite open. Like we pay for our time, right? <clears throat> but but uh, they start at like noon, like you know, twelve o'clock in the afternoon, and go all the way to like midnight, two o'clock in the morning. Later, yeah. There's a all place called Third Wheel. I think they start their mic at right. midnight, and and huge like huge people come through. I think like Kevin Hart came through and just like got up there one day and. Yeah, it's just, it, there's no such thing as like a little mic anymore because just anybody walks in. Um, I also think comedy, like comics are just kind of like crack addicts. We'll go find a stage. Where oh, yeah. I always say it's like it's like an AA meeting. Like if you try hard enough, you'll find one every hour on the hour. <laughs> right. um, yeah, so I was supposed to meet one of my friends because I haven't seen her in so long. And she goes, I'm going to be at the cafe, which is Fourth Wall Cafe, and uh, they do mics starting at noon. She goes, I'm going at one. I'm like, okay, so I'll just, I'm planned my day. I'm going to do this, 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 this. Cruise over there at one, do the mic, take care of my friend's cats, come over here, go to Ha Ha because there's a mic, and then because I have a show tonight in Toluca Lake. So I was just like, okay, this will be fine. Let me squeeze in this podcast. Yeah, let me squeeze also, in this podcast. Also, who, who's in the audience at one o'clock in the afternoon? Other comics. On a Monday. It's other comics. Like, nor- like regular working people aren't going to mics. But we did have one walk in. She was like, what is this place? What the fuck does she do? <laughs> she just walked in. She I know, but saw... for a living, what does she do? <laughs> um, well, it's LA. People don't work really. Right. So, but it's, really. so it's other comics. It's other comics. See, that's, that's a tough thing. That's a tough thing to just try to run your material in front of other 
competitive, inspiring if, comics. If you can make other comics laugh at an open mic, I agree. The material's that. probably going to hit. Though. I agree with that, but there are also a lot of haters in there too. Yeah, they're just in the back. Depends on the location. I think it depends on the location. I think it depends. Like, I don't know. There's some mics. I won't mention them, but there's some. I mean, I'll go. I'm not a pussy. I'll go. But at the same time, like. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, here it comes, you know, because you can just feel the misogyny in the room. You're like, okay, great. Um, okay, and then, that, and then, uh, and then there's some that's just they're they're very, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of school. Political? No, it just reminds me of school. They're open mic people that ha- haven't really like broken yet. Most of them, so they don't really have too much of an attitude. It's the people that have been in it for like 12 years, right? And they still haven't hit yet. That you feel you feel the anger a little bit from them, but that's I'm sitting right here, Rachel. <laughs> but that's like not. Jeez. It's like I don't know. Um, <laughs> shut up. Um, no, I yeah, definitely yeah. just kind of. You just got to go and do you. And also, I always tell, um, especially women, girls, young girls, if they're like, I don't like this mic because of that, and they get intimidated. I'm like, right. well, welcome to the world at large. It's it's always going to be like that. It's always going to be intimidating. You're always going to wa- if you're a female comedian, you're always going to walk in a room and feel like maybe somebody doesn't want you there, or you're ma- girl or guy. Uh, more girls than guys. Guys, oh, really? uh, guys, you guys don't seem to really care. You guys, just, there's something about men. They just kind of, they just keep going. Like women, they get um, they get kind of a hard time before they even open their mouths hmm. a little bit. Um, it's sounds definitely like, sounds a, like somebody I used to date. <laughs> it's definitely like a, a male-dominated It thing. is. The it's, comedy world is definitely male-dominated. That's why not I to would, say all men in comedy are terrible. No, not. but you're I'm saying... Definitely not, you're definitely but even, not. Even but if it you is like, hard. You know, if you, look at, if you look at some of the people that were popped for, like, you know, sexual... Inappropriation, and you know whether yeah, they're all back up. now. They're all back. They're all back. Nobody Selling gave out. a shit. Don't Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> no, Everyone was... was like, "Oh my god, I'm so not gonna talk to them." Secretly talking to them, and now they're back, and everyone's back on their jock. And I'm like, "Wow, okay, <laughs> cool, cool." Who's headlining? Bill Cosby. <laughs> awesome. Let's sell this bitch out. He's Let's got, sell he's this bitch back out. On tour, I think. Uh, Bro, he's gonna, sell he's gonna sell out. out. For sure, dude. I'm, I'm opening for him. People want to hear his story. I want to know what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> you know his opening for him? Me. O- OJ. <laughs> OJ Simpson is gonna be his opening act, and then R. Kelly is supposed to do some music. Uh, in oh yeah, he's yeah. composing, composing <laughs> the music. So hold it's on. It's gonna be directed by. So how do you? So who? Like how do you? Are you just on the phone emailing all? Because I see you. You're you're on you're on the grid a lot. I'm addicted to Instagram. No, but I'm, I'm saying like, <laughs> like you're booking a lot of random and also like specific, like Latino, the Latino show, at Supernova. I'm just getting that kind of thing. I'm like, just getting the the Latin thing lately. Well, you should have um, fucking read that. You should have. Are you a Latino course. or is this I, like a, No, a I am. But here's the thing: is I I am by heritage. Own it. You guys by are her- working. But the thing is, is like I should start as saying, far as Latino. as. Like culturally, I'm not. I'm yeah. really. It's really. Um. It's just. You said your I, mom was half Mexican. She is, but my mom. Okay, so here's the thing. Hey, is, take it. Is my mom grew up um, in Texas, being Mexican, Spanish, and Apache in a time where it wasn't cool, and she had a hard time. So her thought process 
she meant well. Like, I don't think she realized how much she'd be screwing me in the future, like denying me of my actual heritage. But um, she thought it'd be easier for me if I just was white. So she Claimed moved white? me. Yeah, she just I moved wish my me. parents would have told me that. She just moved me to uh, Honestly, La Jolla, California. And my, that was that. My dad, so. my parents were like, never lose your culture. You shouldn't. Always. And I was just like, I just want to be white. Like, trust me, it's going to be easier. Um, and I, and I, well, I wish my parents would have said, look, <laughs> listen, you want to have a good life in America? Tell everybody your name is Blake. <laughs> That's fucked up. Okay. <laughs> and you're white. I will get you contacts. Your name is Blake Blake. Blue contacts. And I want you to be Blake Blake. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, and then cut to when I'm in the entertainment industry. And like, do you speak Spanish? No. Can you learn Spanish? No. I was just like, um. So it's it's um, something. I mean, there's definitely I've been I've been to see the rest of my family, which half of my family speaks Spanish, and I can't understand a thing that they say. But um, there are certain things that I do remember. But my mom just I don't know why it was so important to her. I think she just thought it would be easier. But she then just wanted you to. to but assimilate. in the yeah, in the, yeah. for an actress though, that's the worst thing you could do is like look Mexican and then you can't speak Spanish and you're like what the fuck my friend's this? grandparents were like that it's 333 say oh, really? a prayer make a wish I don't know if you believe in all that I always make a wish at 11 11 11 but 3 pause and energy. go home and rearrange your energy crystals three, three. oh thanks Blake <laughs> funny you should ask do yeah, you have crystals yeah I have crystals Okay, I was trying to remember I have crystals dude he has this whole little like shrine and he was rearranging them like a Fucking crackhead! Yeah. Do you I'm charge? Like, what are you doing? He's do like, you charge them in the energy. moonlight? Hmm? You tra- recharge them in yeah, the moonlight. The, the whole thing. I'll bring them. I'll bring them if you allow it. My co-host. Yeah. I'll bring, bring the my fucking crystals. Sage too. Bring it all. The sage. I have a singing bowl. I have a very. <laughs> I, people look at me and they go, "Ahmed, Ahmed, you're so cool. You can't be spiritual." I, they say it. All no the one's time. ever said. No, they say it often. Actually. <laughs> I'm I've joking. heard it myself. I have like I have a like a geeky spiritual like vibe about me that a lot of, I don't share with people. It's out there now. Well, people thanks, man. Blake. You know what? <laughs> it's out there. Dude. I'm still not going to share my my secret, but you can you can. You already cool. know. We already know your secret. Blanca tequila. That's right, Blanca tequila. <laughs> Honestly, Something? that's what makes me look so young. The tequila. The blanco tequila. Like, I'm not drinking whiskey. I'm not drinking all these dark, like, sugary... I like whiskey. And Stella's, though. Stella, that's probably... Yeah, Stella's probably, like, my vice. I like the way Stella tastes. If I could be a sponsor for Stella. (laughs) (laughs) Please, I'm right here. Artois. So, hold on, look. What's your drink? Uh, I'm easy. I'm a James. Lately, lately, lately... I used to do Crown and Cokes a lot. Lately, we've been drinking Stella's. I don't even consider beer drinking drinking, though. You're just drinking beer. You sip. I sip on the beer. Yeah. Last summer when it was hot at the pool, I was I was I was fucking with white claws a lot. Oh my god, you're a trashy white girl. Yeah. Oh no. I was basic. Oh yeah. no. Your name was But Becky. you could drink those all fucking day and not get all bloated, still be at the pool kinda like putting the vibe out, you know? Mm. 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 Judgy. I don't, I don't like it. I'm judging the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah. White claw, you might as well fucking join a sorority. So, that reminds me of like remember Zima's? Aren't Zimas? they? Yeah, aren't they? Isn't that the same as a white claw? Do you remember Zima's Wolf? Because yeah. Zima's were strong. Well, Zima's would knock you on your ass because it's malt no, liquor. Was like, it was like Red Bull and like. No. What was it? Remember the it taste? It was just a clear. It had a nasty taste to it. No, like it tasted like made, uh, weird. Uh, 
It just tasted weird. It had like a nasty. Then they made a Smirnoff ice it. that was like Zima, like years later. You remember Ooh, that? Smirnoff no, ice? I stopped. Well, I, I yeah, I don't drink those yeah, things. Um, I think I tried one once. I'm like, this is terrible. And I, I like drank not that much, and I got like really drunk. I'm like, what is in this crap? And I get malt liquor. I'm like, I don't know what that yeah. means. <laughs> what does that mean? It's a definite. Um, yeah, I drink Jameson. So Jameson's like, delicious. I turned into Jamie after a few. I used to drink few drinks. I used <laughs> to try it with a pickleback. Did you say no. pickleback? No. Pickles? Nick, a pickleback? Pickle. You get fucking pickle but juice. You take your Jameson shot and you just sip a little I, of the pickle love it. juice. It's a thing. It must be a white They often do it, yeah. yeah. You've heard it before, though. Yeah, right? I have. I have. I've heard yeah. it. It's better than fucking Coke. I don't know. <laughs> Coca-Cola. No, I drink it neat. Go back to what like you were a, saying like earlier. Like a man. How, how do you book your gigs? How do I book my <laughs> gigs? I want to finish that lingering topic. Do you have an agent? I do not have a <laughs> second no, she, podcast where somebody asked me about it. No, what I'm saying, like, do you have a regiment? Do you get up every morning and go, I'm going to cross no, off? No, I haven't bookers? done that yet. I don't even know if that, I don't know if that works for everyone. I've seen it. I have a schedule. No, I, I, I carry it with me all the time. It's a book. She has it's like a, a journal. It's a book. And I have to keep, you log I have do it old school because I, I have to physically see it. If I don't write it down in the book, it doesn't exist and then I'll forget about it. Um, so what happens is I go to a lot of shows and I... You meet the bookers. I, I don't do... I just support... I, I do... I have friends from open mics that we kind of come up together, you know? Yeah. And Rachel's I support also them. Really supportive. She always I support them. recommends comics. You should check this person out. Yeah, always, Sam always sending you stuff. It's like, no, no, like you, I'm you sleeping. Have a, you, you have like a casting director, producer vibe about you. were like, you should... And I'm honest, like, I think too. You cheer, I'll, I think I'll you say, really I'm like, this person's on, yeah. like a five, five yeah. opener, five minutes. Yeah. This one's like, you know, I should give him a shot. Um, I just support people, and then I... Make sure that I get people's Instagram. It's a great tool if you don't mind it. And I just like their photos, follow them. And the nature just kind of takes its course after that. Either they look at my stuff and they go, oh, you're a comic too. Do you want to do my show? Yeah. Or or they don't. Or, so that's pretty much how it's working so far. I have not sent off a tape of myself ever. Really? Ever. Ever. Sure. I just now started posting... Videos, which I'm, I, I'm like, don't want to do it because I'm just like, why do I feel like I'm going to regret this in like two years or something? But um, no, I'm just, I just show up and I'm not an asshole. That's pretty much <laughs> how it works. And I do, I, I mean, I think, I think yeah. um, somehow I've managed to get on some good stages. Um, so you're that's, on some really good shows. Like that's I'm, kind of like, I mean, it's it's same thing for acting. Like you're only as good as the last show you were on, right? Um, so, uh, people, other producers, bookers will look at it and they're like, oh, okay, well she did that so show, so she can't be that bad. I'll put on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be very dangerous if you're a booker. Cause there are some people that like, I don't know how they got on a show. Um, there's some, I've been offered some stuff that I turned down cause I felt I you wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I'm like, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> you told me a funny story about a comic we won't mention. Mm. <laughs> Which one? I've told you so many stories. No, because, okay, so first of all, I I always try to always have females. You're very good about it. Yeah, you're always. And not even one. for diversity reasons. Like, they're just funny, smart, cool, whatever. You know, and I don't want to put, like, looks in there. Some are. They don't hurt. Yeah. Like, some. <laughs> look, some, some male comics are more attractive than others, and vice versa with women. But for me, funny is funny. 
if you're a funny female, you're you're gonna come on my shows. So I, I always book like you know you Crystal Marie. I've had Jen Sturger who's gonna be on the podcast soon. Um, I don't know Anya Zova, right? Just like really confident, like really strong, beautiful female comics. And um, I always get these comics that say, "Hey." So-and-so messaged me and thinks that we're sleeping together because you booked me on all your um, And I'm like, what? That's what that was. I'll, I'll say who. Well, I won't no, say no, who no, it is. No, I won't no, say who no. it is. And I go, so, I go, what? I'm like, really? They're like, I'm like, how is that even possible? Because I don't even like, I don't even put off a sexual you vibe. You don't. Okay, so here's, here's what like, happened. I almost come across like the older gay brother. Here's what happened. <laughs> like, hey, there's a There's a woman that has, I haven't. It's happened we're a couple work, times. We're though. work friends. We're work friends. By the way, real quick, it's happened a couple times. Crystal has Crystal said, said it that to too. me. I think Jen may may have said it. Anya, Anya, no, because Anya will fucking beat the shit. Yeah, she'll <laughs> be like, "What well, well, did you I've say?" I've had like female comics yeah. say, "Hey, but these co- these male comics or even female oh. comics." Think that we're sleeping together because you're putting me on your. I'm more offended that it was a woman. I I am. I am way more offended. It's one. I'm offended because I I we're not friends, but we're not we're like work friends, whatever. And then I haven't talked to her for a while. Um, I thought it was funny when you told me. And then and then she goes calls me up. Doesn't even say hi. Doesn't even say hi. She goes, "Um, "Are you dating Ahmed? Ahmed?" And dating in LA means are you fucking? There's no, there's not boyfriend girlfriend. We don't do that out here. This is why this. So so I got really I got really irritated (laughs) by it. And when I I did say I'm like, what on God's green earth would possess you to say that? Right. And not because you're not attractive or anything like that. It's simply because you just don't ask that of someone. I'm like, yeah. we're, well, if we were friends, I would have told you yes or no anyway. And we're obviously not friends, so why are you asking? You didn't even say hi to me. Her response to me wasn't, I heard a rumor, you guys look cute together, whatever. It was flat out because you're on all his shows. And I was like, bitch, if I could slap you through this fucking phone, I would. And I said, I'm like, wow, do you understand how sexist that it sounds? I'm like, did you say that out of your actual fucking mouth? I was just in shock. And she goes, well, I think he's attractive. I'm like, well, good, then you can go fuck him then. I'm like, I, I, I'm like. (laughs) I wish. I was like, are you? (laughs) Where are these women? I I wish. I'm like, you realize your line is supposed to say, I'm sorry, my intention wasn't to upset you. Yeah. Instead, she just kept going on of like, well, you're on all his shows. I'm like, so you're saying that I have zero talent and the only way that I can get on right. shows is that I'm fucking Hater. the producer? By the way, I I So, I so not only are you insulting case. me, I know who it is, and when I heard about you're it, insulting I me, off. but also <laughs> this man has never been inappropriate ever. Like A plus on the gentlemanness of this man, and so I'm like, so you're literally don't say that. I'll Venmo you tomorrow. Don't, for the, <laughs> don't for fucking say that because you're like literally trash talking my friend that uh, I work with often, and you're 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 questioning his character and yours. So you're and yours. So you're fucking pissing right? me off and twice. You you're mm-hmm. pissing me off We're twice. All in on it. So yeah, that was that. I haven't talked to her since. She knows I'll, I don't like her. I'll tell you. What. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Here's you what I want to do. the country out of her. I was we, we got we got about we're coming in on fifteen minutes because we're ending at uh, four, right, Wolf? Yes, sir. So um, let's talk about what's going on with you now. What do you have coming up? And then we're gonna ask you and Blake if you have any last. I do want to read that article um, from Applause Break. I'll pull it up for you. Yeah. Do you want to read it or you should got, I read it? You got an article? I'm not a good reader. I'll read it. We'll see how I do. Are you acting? 
Are you still trying to act? I'm not going to read your And then article. you're going to tell... No, somebody wrote an article about... Is that what you were getting at? No. You're trying to get me to read no. your article? And then, and, then, and then we're going to ask you your best Hollywood tale, hence. Why don't we just tell the story and not read the article? No, because the article sounds great. I'll read it. All right. Somebody was at the show that night that we didn't film. It was the only show we didn't film the whole tour for some reason. I didn't want to. I was. I had. I was already chatty in there. No, I but. felt like there was just bad vibes in the room, and I didn't want to fuck. And my spider senses were tingling, mm. and I was like, mm. "No cameras," and it was just loud. It was just like this weird, loud bar show. But I wish we would have recorded it. But there was a guy, <laughs> and they were taking photos, and he was a journalist or is a journalist for this uh, publication called uh, Applause Break, and he covered it pretty accurately. Don't you think? Yeah. Let's read it in the end. I want to talk about what's going on right now with Rachel and what she's got going on, and then we'll read that, and then she'll tell her best Hollywood tale, and we'll wrap okay. it up, right? Okay. Boom. All right. We got 16 minutes. Okay. What's going on with you right now? What's, what's going next on right for now? you? What's your future? Oh. What are you promoting? Oh. What am I doing? Um, this week, I've got... Uh, I'm doing a show tonight at 8.30 in Toluca Lake. It's the place... I, it's going to a place where I got, I got, I got roofied. I did a what? show there before. Where? I got Mrs. Robinson's Pub, and this is not a bad advertisement for them. It's not their fault. Just somebody that was hey there. Guys, want to get roofied? <laughs> want to get roofied? Mrs. Robinson's. Um, so I went, and I wasn't, watching, I wasn't watching my drink, and <laughs> that's what happened. Karaoke? And uh, Where is this place? It's in Toluca Lake. No, but like what street? Oh, fuck, I don't know. You'd have to look. Is it on Riverside way. Drive? I'd probably. You'd have to look at my website. I don't know where anything is. Uh, I just let's, let's I just type it, it into ways and I, wanna, I go, but uh, it's upstairs. It was a really great crowd. You're going back to the scene of the crime. I am going. I'm not. I'm not drinking. Definitely not drinking. Who do you um, think roofied your drink? I don't know. There was yeah, some, Riverside there, Drive. There was nothing. Yeah. But I've I've actually been to that place. It's like a little speakeasy. They I, have I, karaoke night. I, I know met you've been George there. Carlin there once. We got um. I don't know. The, we got a good crowd, so it could have been anyone. And the thing is, is the guy, the bartender, put my drink up. I was talking to somebody. I wasn't watching it. Wait, wait, wait. Um, oh, when you got roofied, though, you just, what, what like, everything's what ha- good? No, what happened is, is I, um, I got sick. Like, I immediately got, I was like, I feel really sick. And I did get sick. Then I just wanted to go home. I did drive home because I should You drove been, home roofied? But, I sh- but here's the thing. It's not like I was, I wasn't tired. I just wanted to go. I was like, threw up already. So I was just like, I'm just going home. I'm just going home. When I got home, parked my car, got out of it, there's video of me. I just dropped like just shows you how fucking stubborn i am like no i am getting home right careful people (laughs) careful out there los angeles Um, and then i and then i proceeded to go up to my apartment and i don't remember i called somebody i was just like i called somebody are you sure you didn't roof it yourself i didn't (laughs) roof myself i promise Yeah, and then the next day I had a hangover as if I stayed up for like three days straight partying and I had one drink. Um, so there's that, but I'm going back there tonight and it's going to be great. <laughs> Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Robinson's. And, and uh, then, to um, look like a Riverside Drive. You want to get roofied and check out Rachel's feeling? Check, <laughs> check it out. It's hot. Um, and then I'm excited because um, Thursday, well, Wednesday I'm going to do the thing with, is it Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday, Wednesday I'm doing the thing with Adam, his new place, Adam Hunter. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Is Adam Hunter has um, a new Mika, uh, show. Micah? Adam okay. Hunter is going to be on this podcast. He's actually doing cruisers this uh, Thursday. Yep. Thursday, uh, monster comic. To Adam comedian. So great. Yeah, he's so funny. Such a nice guy. He started a new room on Melrose, right? Yeah. So I'm going to do. What's it called? 
Mika or Mika? It's Mika. M-I-C-C-A. Um, it's on Melrose. And then Thursday uh, is Black Rabbit Rose. That's so, right. Supernova. Yeah. So they're Supernova. opening their second stage type thing in a nice. magic. It's a magic room. I I don't know. It's so funny because they're like, do you want to do the, this this thing? And I, I they're they're talking to me like I know where this club is. I'm like, I don't go outside. You don't understand unless it's walking it distance unless there's mm. no. But all the kids know where Didn't it is because it's a hip yeah. happening. We went club. there, right? After, little, after uh, yeah, we went there on New Year's. It was New Year's Eve. We went to that little place. Yeah. Well, it's a little. They have a, it's, they have a it's where the club kids. So the cool kids go there. I I like that. I part. I don't go out unless there's a microphone so there for funny. me to talk. Into I don't go out, so I was like I don't know where that's that is. That's why Rachel's here with us. I don't know. You have to tell me what it was in two thousand and eight. Have to tell me what it was in two thousand and eight, and then remember I'll remember <clears> what it was. So um, real quick, we have twelve minutes, and just because yeah. we want to be a, have a, a Hollywood out. tale, like something that happened well, no, no, in Hollywood. No, real quick, like, what's 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 okay? What's your what's your near? Like you told us what you have booked this week. Yeah. What's your near and far future plans as a comic? Like, where do you see yourself landing? Netflix special, sitcom deal, fucking, you want to you fly helicopters? No. Like, what you, what you, um, honestly, what's right. The, what's the big picture for you? Right now, I just, I just want. Manifest it right here at the Jam of the Van. Right now, I just, I just, I just want to go on the road. And, you know, the thing is, the Netflix special, the sitcom, isn't as appealing to me because I've already been inactive. I would think that's. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like it, I. Uh, we have a live celebrity <laughs> in the house. No, I feel no because they're two totally different things. They're yeah, two totally you. different yeah, things, yeah. and it's like for you, for me to do that thing. Are you saying a comedy you know, special? Like, well, I mean, like, anybody sure, can sure, have a comedy want, special. It's true. You know what I mean? True. So, but you just want to be on the road and perform. I just right now, my my like last year, I was a beast about getting booked. Very aggressive about, um, you know. The type of shows I was doing and, and placing myself, you know, saying no. I had to say no to a lot of shows because not, um, I just want to do like the ones that are going to elevate me. Makes sense, you yeah. know what I mean? Like where there's a good lineup that I'm going to learn from people. Sure. Um, and I'm not so worried about how many shows I'm doing now. Now it's more of the quality of the show and it's more on me to, to work on the content because. Not that I was skating. I worked. I mean, I go to, go to Mike's and I work on my stuff. But I definitely wasn't paying as much attention to the content and making it tight and yeah. sharp like I should have been. Like it was kind of like, oh, I just want to do this. And now it's yeah. it's not. It's, no, I'd rather do I'd rather do six out. shows a month, which yeah. I'm, you know, and have them have it be like I'm really making progress at each one versus when, when you were at Cruisers last. I guess the week before last, um, your comedy was really sharp and on point. So thank you. I could, you know, I had some new jokes. You can see, you, well, no, you can see the progression. You can see, you know, Blake too. When we were on the road, you know, he was trying new stuff and crafting, and it's really, yeah, like it's repetition. The more times you're on stage, the more you're gonna get better at, you know, carving out your your story. Your Wouldn't narrative. you say though that is the danger sometimes of not leaving LA and getting in the, with the, niche, the niches and the little clicks and stuff that they you have. have to, because you don't, your friends, your, you those clicks will road. tell you you're amazing when you're not fucking you amazing. You have to <laughs> go on the road, not only domestically, like internationally, but internationally. You have to, you know, where does your comedy transcend? I've, I've done stand-up comedy in 50 countries, so, and I still don't have a TV deal. But anyway, <laughs> who's, who's jaded? I am. 
but there's I feel like I've transcended enough to where I can I can and I don't even consider myself a great comic. I think I'm a better producer, but I like stand-up comedy. I think I'm a good craftsman, you know, I can saw wood. Real quick, I want to read this article and then we're going to have Rachel close it out with her best Hollywood tale. You want me to read it? If you don't want to, I'm you want to read it? No. Shit. Isn't there like an app? Should I read it? it? It's up to you. I'd like you to read it. Okay, I'll read it. Don't they have that for like people that can't read and you just push it and the computer? By the way, I'm you? I'm very nice. dyslexic, so if I'm we're slow, all dyslexic. That's why I don't want to read it. We're if all dyslexic, slow, so we're all sweating it right I'm now. If I'm slow, then um, we could play popcorn. Can we see the? Can we see like? Can you see the picture of that wolf? Can we zoom in on that or? Okay. Uh, Chuck King, who writes for Applause Break, which is a... Thanks, buddy. I wish you guys can see it. It's a great photo. I'm joking. Um, that's the backdrop. There's like a mural there. It was the only show we didn't record uh, on our tour for some reason. It was chatty. It was just... It was a weird vibe. It was, remember, it was raining, storming and shit? <clears throat> yeah. So I was like, all right, fuck it, let's just do it. But this guy was a, a journalist, or is a journalist, named Chuck King. Applause break, and here's what he writes. Boca Raton, on stage, comic Ahmed Ahmed isn't looking for a fight. He's also not, to, he's also not about to back away from one. <laughs> Especially when he feels cancel culture is rushing the stage. Tonight really represented, this is me talking, tonight really represented how we are not even close to being finished with cancel culture, the woke audience, Ahmed said, and it's too bad. A 30-year-old veteran of stand-up comedy, Ahmed exercised his vocal pugilism, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Boxing, if yeah. you guys, I didn't know what the fuck was the word. Like, what's I had to Google it. <laughs> his vocal pugilism, or boxing, during Thursday's show at the Beer Garden, triggered by an audience member, he had mysteriously and unintentionally somehow triggered. I'm in my 50s now, so I'm in a place where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to address it, Ahmed said. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to be called confrontational, controversial, hard-hitting. That's who I am. dun 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 Florida audience haven't exactly been kind to Ahmed. Following a show two years ago in Naples, an audience member called 911 to report Ahmed as a potential terrorist for a joke he made on stage. Police investigated, but no charges were filed. This on wasn't Thursday, the same venue, was it? Sorry no, to interrupt you. Okay. No, no, but different, yeah. No, but, but same part of Florida. That'd be like crazy Boca, if it was. No, uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, bum, 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 where was this? On Thursday, Ahmed opened his set by referencing those bizarre events. Later in the set, one middle-aged woman in the crowd began arguing with Ahmed, referencing what she had heard, actually what she thought she heard, in the opening moments of the show. She told Ahmed he shouldn't joke about 9-11. I never said those words, Ahmed said. Excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> I said someone called 911 on me over a joke. This woman wanted to hear what she wanted to hear. Even when Ahmed pointed out that he never said anything about September 11th attacks, she persisted in arguing. 
all she heard was 9-11 terrorists, Ahmed said. They're not listening to the underlying message. Ahmed spent the next five minutes humorously scolding the woman and her table mates. During that period, the rest of the audience started to rally behind Ahmed. At one point, a man in the back yelled out, let it go, it's just comedy. <laughs> Interru- <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Interruptions of this sort are rare, and, tw- and the twice-monthly uh, show at Beer Garden, something, but something must have been in the bratwurst that Thursday. Anyway, it just goes on and on. I think we have four minutes. If you guys want to check it out, go to applausebreak.com slash Ahmed Pulling the trigger is the article. Rachel, what's your best Hollywood tale? We have, a, we have, we have about five minutes. Is this a pickle or a minutes. cactus? Wolf, what is that? It's cactus. The cactus. I'm sorry. I'm so ADD right now. I was like, do I see a pickle on the side of my eye? <laughs> no, we thought it was too. We were like, They were like, no, it's a cactus. Oh, in, Hollywood in, story, in, uh, something in, that only happens in Hollywood. In five um, minutes, what's your best Hollywood? I mean, we want to plug I mean, our shows. Hugh Hefner is in the news right now because all the girls are like throwing him under the bus now. He's dead, isn't he? He's dead. I love how they wait till he's dead when he can't the defend himself. The money train stopped. Um, I, I don't have horrible Hugh Hefner stories. I did. My friends lived in the mansion. Uh, they were his girlfriends. And uh, you know how I'm allergic to weed. Right. Oh, by the way, Jam in the Van is a very weed-friendly complex. Um, You can actually roll joints upstairs, like, you know. um, I'm hopped up on allergy pills right now. No, when you walk in, there's the smell of weed in here. In the podcast studio, we're not smoking. No, no, no. It's But the the whole place is very weed-friendly. So Rachel's like, I'm allergic. What should I do? Sorry, she um, might just be allergic to all her fucking cats, but whatever. I mean, I do have an <laughs> insane amount of cat hair on me right now. Um, so anyway, I uh, was at the mansion. I don't know. Where was I? I was Hugh doing, I was doing something, and somehow I ended up <clears throat> hanging out with my friends and have, because they were at the same place I was at, and I wanted to ditch people I was with. That's what happened. So we go in the limo. The limo was a new experience because I've hung out with them and him at the house, but never like, you know how they used to go to club after club? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I always never wanted to do it because I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like one of the little ducks in the row. I thought that was like the worst like walk of shame ever. But I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. And I go in the the vehicle. He had um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun on a loop. Like, there's no other song that was playing. And I was like, what the fuck? That's actually and I smart. said something. I said something. And then I, it was kind of like, I don't know. It was like, shh, don't say anything. I'm like, why? It's stupid. And I'm like, shh, no, we have to act like we like it. I'm like, that's so weird. I'm like, okay. It was like, it was kind of, that was kind of weird. And then we go out. I proceed to get ripped orange. I think I'm wearing a Santa outfit from Trashy Lingerie. Like, I'm just dressed like an idiot. And then we go home. My car is at the mansion. And then I don't know where they came from, but we'll go up. And he's like, oh, you know, so-and-so, find Rachel some jammies. So there's a whole room this big full of different Who play- said find Playboy you jammies? jammies. Huh? Hef. Hef. Oh, and nice. so I'm Hef like, sweet. Jammies? Get her some yeah, jammies. Yeah, there's Playboy jammies that we all get. I was, was like, okay, cool. Do you still Playboy have jammy? them? No. I, like, ripped them off, put my clothes off, and left at the I would have sold that shit on eBay. I should have. I wasn't that smart. Um, so... <laughs> I go back, I leave myself my friend's room, I come in, I got my jams on, and I look, and I don't know where these women came from, but there's extra women, and they're in this little tiny 
his room's amazingly big, and like there's this little tub, and they're all in there like little sardines, just like they're soaking. I don't know what they're doing. I'm like, what are what are they doing? And like the one in charge, his number one girlfriend at the time, not Holly, um, was like, she was kind of rude about it. She's like, God, get up, get out. There's a towel. Go over there. I mean, it was just feeling these girls like, eh, and they're all happy as fuck to be there before anyone starts like, oh my god, he brainwashed them. No, we didn't. They all were like fighting to be in fighting to be in first position there. And I was fascinated. I'm like, look at these hoes. I'm like, oh my God, oh, this is crazy. And I was just, I I couldn't look away. So I was like, I had snacks, I had my jammies on. There is a rotating bed. There's tons of like lots of screens with lots of porn. And I was just fascinated by it. I'm like, this is exactly what I need, wanted it to be. I'm like, of course this is his room. How else could it not be his room? I thought I was safe because I'm not blonde. There's nothing but blondes there. I am the only not blonde. I'm like, I'm Is our live stream like, done? He doesn't... We're about to wrap Yeah, he doesn't... He's not into me. So anyway... We have like, what, 30 this seconds? This is when I had to like... I was there. I, I all of a sudden I think I'm. I think I'm invisible. It turns out I'm not invisible. There is a, a, a half penis like this close to my face, and I'm like shit. And it's running through my head. I'm like fuck. I can't say no because that's rude. I'm here, and I'm about the same time. I don't want to do this. So I just like threw my friend down and like started just throwing my hair around. It was just like the worst girl girl show you've ever seen. He bought it. Went over somewhere over somewhere else. I was unscathed, but at the same time, then I I was just like. But you said this his penis was like right. It was right there. It was like it was. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Like we kind of went right past that. No, no we have to was, do like episode six. No, because there were all these girls, and it was just like an orgy on, of women on this rotating and, bed. Oh, and so I he, was, pa- he missed you basically. No, he came at me. I thought I was safe because I'm not blonde. She was in the carousel. Yeah. I mean, I'm I was sorry. just, I was just like la 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 la. Like, going What's he around. saying? What's he, he doing? He doesn't say anything. He's just, He's just here. It is, and it was this just might like, be the best Hollywood time. It was, ever. it was, you know, it, he was an eighty-year-old man, so it was impressive for an old dude. But I was just like, oh my god, it's here, Were and I can't balls say. Like, I didn't even know all. I, I was okay. like cross-eyed, staring <laughs> at him, like, oh my god, it's right there. And I'm like, what do you do? What do you do? It's like I, I'm here. I'm wearing the jammies. I can't be like, oh no, sir, how dare you put your penis in my face? And like everyone else is like, well, we agreed to have penis in our face. I'm like, shit. What do I do? So I was like, ah, there was more more than one way to skin a cat. And so I just threw my friend down and pretended to like fake make out with her. And he was uh, like, oh, I like that. And then he just like, went over to somebody else. And, like, and then I rolled out. My, then I rolled out. <laughs> like, yeah. I need to go home. My, but, uh, yeah. my, my mom's watching this podcast. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I do blame it on he was no, smoking weed. And I don't smoke Ooh. weed. I think my mom's watching too, I don't too, smoke actually. weed. I've smoked weed with two people because you just don't say no. Hugh Hefner and Willie Nelson. Both great. I smoke weed with, with the Willie Nelson ones. Both great. Knocked you on your ass. I was like, I was like on another planet. I'll tell that on our, on our on next another podcast. Planet. I got high with Willie Nelson one time. You don't say no when Willie says you want to smoke says, out. You say okay. Someone have a song. I'll it's never funny, smoke weed with Willie. It's a funny again. story. Do they? Are they we, should. We should wrap it up. <laughs> It'll knock you out. Yo, guys. Rachel, love you. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Blake. Great episode five. Uh, this is episode five, Hollywood Tales, live from Jam in the Van. Check us out on YouTube. Just go to Jam in the Van. Um, we have a show here coming up on February 12th. It's a Saturday night. Go to jaminthevan.com. Check it out. I'm at Ahmed and Friends. Comedy Compound. Are you going to do it? Are you in town? I don't remember. She might do it. So if you guys want to see her. <laughs> Saturday, February 12th. February 12th. Uh, Wolf Ramirez, Jack Higgins, the two Jakes, Blake Barty. Yeah, yeah. Jamofthevan.com. Check them out. Uh, episode 5, Hollywood Tales. Love you guys. Super fun. Peace Thank out. You. Thanks. So fun. <laughs>